Hello and welcome. You are listening to The Heart Driven Podcast. My name is Linda Ewenden and I will be your host. This is a real talk show for women who are ready to unleash their greatness, shine their light even brighter and live life at a whole new level. Life is better when you are heart driven. Let's dive into this week's episode. So welcome, welcome. I have been so so very excited about this interview. This has been um, four years in the making is when I had the first honour of meeting the incredible Sheila Kelly and I got to experience her magic firsthand in the dream island of Maui, Hawaii. Um, And I myself was on um, a relationship retreat through Tony Robbins, the Platinum Partners, and... This was, I got to tell you, Sheila, right out of the gate, there, are, there was a, so many beautiful, empowered women, smart women, successful women, ticking all the boxes. And when it came to your work, where we all went in this room, 200 women, to strip back and rise up, to strip down and rise up, yeah. it was some of the most confronting work of my life and I am a personal development junkie like I thought I ticked all the boxes done all the retreats and I found myself at different times in that room wanting to run out and and there was a scream a silent scream in my body that was like oh no you are not going anywhere now is the time that we deal with this Good for you Oh, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was profound. It scared me to my core. And I knew on the other side of it would be a new freedom that I had never experienced in my life, my soul and my body. And oh, I knew once I got braver on the other side that I needed to be part of sharing this somehow, some way. And so, you know, let me, let me start by introducing you. Okay. You, um, you founded the S Factor, which we're going to talk um, more about. You're an, an author, an actress. You've appeared in many movies. You're even currently on The Good Doctor, where I see you pop up on there as well, along with your gorgeous yeah. hubby. Um, you're the body whisperer. I mean, I think that that's when when we are in front of you, we feel more seen than ever. And there's no BS. There's no hiding. That's beautiful. It's, That's it's pretty amazing. Um, I have goosebumps talking about it. I'm um, getting goosebumps hearing you talk about it. Thank you. That's really, that's really and you funny. pioneered the, the feminine movement. It, it's a revolution. It is. It, and it and is. it's starting. It's building. And it, this, you launched this brave new practice in, in a very masculine world nearly two decades ago. Yes. And this mission, this mission of empowerment and embodiment for women, um, it takes us through the deepest part of our core of total embodiment. I yes. thought I lived in my body. I certainly didn't. So I, that's interesting to hear you say that you thought you lived in your body, but you realized you didn't. What did you realize? What were you, what part were you missing? Oh my goodness. Do you know what I realized? And now I can talk about it without crying. So I've healed enough to now voice this. I believed that my body had let me down, that my body was shame, that my body 
was um, deformed mm. because I was diagnosed with scoliosis when I was 13. Mm. Doctor looked at um, uh, an X-ray with my mum and I, and I was expecting a spine to be straight like you see on the skeletons on TV, and mine had this beautiful S. I call it a beautiful S now. <laughs> but at that time, the meaning I created, this, the, the words I heard, my reality was I'm deformed, I'm broken, I can't be fixed. And I just stuffed that sucker down as far as I could because my body and her beautiful wisdom did exactly what she needed to do to move on and, and to grow me. And so through many years, you know, I focused on be great out here so no one will look back there. Right. That was what I came up with. And yet when I was in this room, my body was, was talking to me in, in a way I, I had never even listened, asked or heard right. before that first day in that room. Your words were like music and syrup to me. I couldn't deny them. My body was listening in, with every cell. And then when you had some of the teacher creatures, I love that you call your teachers that, they transformed from these women who were circling up with us and they went behind stage and they took on an identity and they came out to dance. Yeah. And it was the most powerful, beautiful thing I've ever seen. It still moves me now to talk yeah. about it because I had never seen a woman so free in her body yeah. and it scared the shit out of me. And it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever witnessed because I was witnessing this. Yes. And in that moment, every cell in my body knew that that was possible for me. Yes. For me to come back in here, to love her, to honor her, to respect her and to land in my body for the first time in, I was 41 wow. back then. Wow. And what unfolded for the three days, um, it was unbelievable. I mean, we, we had, I think you called it an adoption ceremony because there was a beautiful woman who had been through a mastectomy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And she said, I'm feeling all of this here, but this part here, it's not me. And you just, your body knows what to do. You taught me that when women circle up and they come together, they heal. We've done it forever. Just like when, when you're facing opposite me, when women come in, in a room, we just circle up naturally yes. And, and we have each other's back. Like I can see over here and I've got your back, sister. Yeah. And in that moment when you said that, I said, you know, what's, what's happened with social media and, and competition and scarcity and fear is the attacks coming from within now. It's coming from everywhere. We can, we can just. Yeah, within. <sighs> so part of what was born for me, in, in that season of my life was Heart Driven Women, which was about women coming together to circle up, to draw strength, to give strength, to connect, to contribute, and to give back for women that don't even yet own their physical bodies, to free girls from cages around the world, and, and to activate. I needed to activate and mobilise something yeah. within, within me. Are you still feeling the ripples? so many years on and we're just getting started and i i know that even i've we've waited four years for this and i know it's divine and perfect timing and i i'm gonna dive right in so that's how i came to be here that's how i came to be in my body and i want every woman 
who might have a story that is similar, who can yes. relate, um, to feel the freedom of loving you first and what's possible when you can really love you. It's, it's a never-ending journey. There's no arrival for me. Um, but, well. So beautifully said, yeah. And, and it's so easy. You hear, you hear loving you first a lot, but no one really shows you how. They don't. What does that mean, loving me? I think I love me. I, the words, to me, to love is an action. And to love the, yourself, that you've got to start with your body. Yeah. You've got to allow your body to find her fullest expression. Yes. And when she's able to find her fullest expression and she's able to get free and release all the toxic crap that she carries around the ideas the shame the guilt the whatever uh, when she releases that it's so powerful and it's so like you just feel like a lightness of being in you your too. body your spirit your soul your soul actually begins to speak through your body in a way that it's been so clustered that your soul hasn't even been able to say what she wants to say through movement Oh, I know. Maybe we skip to that bit and, and part of the S-Factor work because it's hard to even imagine now, but there was one moment that I remember on day three when I just started to really surrender. Intellectually, I knew what that word meant, but physically I didn't. Right. And I remember it was Kesha praying oh, yeah. that song yes. and my body took over because I just finally surrendered and, and trusted because you were guiding us with your words and just tears of freedom completely pouring within me to this song because what you taught me was my body knows. She's so much more infinitely wise than, than this will ever be. This is going to mess you up, get in the way, overthink. And, you know, you remember how you do just for everyone listening in. Sheila does this incredible thing because she knows there's a lot of strong-minded women in the room. So yeah. kind of how to smack our head out of the way. She does this music tasting and there's these archetypes, right? And we all, we all intellectually choose the one that, oh, I'm the naughty provocateur. I want to be her. I would never be the sad, soulful siren. Oh, I would never be sad. When the playlist starts, <laughs> uh, my body takes over. My yeah. body is like, oh, this, I, this is filling my heart and soul. Yes. And those songs, they allowed me to, for it to be okay to be sad. Yes. In okay. All of my life, I'd never been okay to be sad. I had to work with my coach on it, Sheila, and she said, when is it appropriate to be sad, Linda? And I said, at a funeral for about 10 minutes. That was my rule for sadness. Can you imagine? So on the other side of this work, I have two beautiful daughters who are, um, she's about to turn 13 and 15. And I want them to be empowered. I want them to know their body as they grow into it. And I want their boundaries. I want them to um, know their energy and be embodied. And this work has helped me to recognize sadness and that it's okay to be sad. So beautiful. Oh and now God. we can sit with them and cry and be sad yes. instead yes. of coaching them and saying, you'll be okay, focus on the bright side. No, we just sit in our truth, right? Yes. We have so many colors. We, 
we're just brilliant. We're geniuses. We're emot. I call it emotability. I call it the genius of emotability. And the, fem- the feminine has five feminine geniuses that I teach. And emotability is just the ability to allow your body to do what she was put on this planet to do. And that is to um, connect and to move emotional energy, erotic energy, feminine energy through her as if she were a windsock. You know, where it's not all like clacked up inside where nothing moves, but everything's supple and soft and flexible and beautiful. And and then you just, uh, you know, like the weather outside in Vancouver, which is where I am shooting the good doctor right now. It's like one minute it's sunny and the next minute it's raining and then there's thunder and then it's snowing and then it's sunny. It's like, it, that is the feminine. The feminine That's is awesome. nature, right? We are, we are nature. All of it, where everything you smell and touch and taste and everything that sparkles and glitters and moves and ripples and burbles, that's Mm -hmm. the feminine, right? And the masculine energy within us all is consciousness, is nothingness, is just nothingness. And so to watch um, the feminine come into themselves, especially when women are so here in their logical, rational, strategic mind, it's a really amazing thing to watch 200 women do that like boom it, it i've got goosebumps again because and mm-hmm. right when it's confronting i remember something else that that you said actually i use this a lot if we're on training and i see you know all the girls have got their glasses on and they've got their ponytails up and they're kind of like in this mode yeah. i'm just like let's, let's do what Sheila says let's take off this little elastic prison and and just like <laughs> Shake it out for a little and like, ooh, just let's breathe yeah. in. And it changes. It, you can feel the ripples yes. of just wanting to bring her out. And it's it's so powerful. It's giving her permission. When you give yourself permission, you are giving every feminine creature around you permission. Oh. Waters, including all the people around you you are allowing them and then it and, and it's beautiful it's an incredible thing and um sometimes it's also really intimidating for some women when we let our feminine flow yes. and we live purely from our feminine those that can't get there or don't know how to get there get overwhelmed with our presence yes and we have to help them um, we have to kind of help them come forward Oh, I, so I love this. I knew that we would be deep today. I trusted. How do we do that? Because I find that and the old part of me, the old meaning is I'm, I won't be safe if I'm too bright, if I'm too um, feminine, if I'm, if I'm too sparkly, it's dangerous. Yes. That's the old story. That's the old story. story. And that's what we've been inculcated to do. That's what we've actually even patterned the musculature in our own body to be apologetic for ourselves or to shut ourselves down, which is why we get so contracted and compacted inside. But when you're able to like breathe it open and open everything up, that's beautiful. That's your journey. And when you feel, when you're in, when you're feeling you're feminine and you're alive and you're luscious and you're radiant and you're just like, and you see a woman pulling back in the corner, I always try to go up to her and 
compliment her on something, compliment her on her smile or her eyes or her hair or her shoes or just something right. to let her know that she too has that beautiful radiant energy inside. She has nature in there as well. And that always, generally always brings women forward. Right. And it needs to be genuine, right? Because we have a hell of a BS meter. And yeah, even do. if she doesn't receive it in the moment, this is what I believe to be true. She receives it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I totally agree with you. And it, it might be too difficult to receive it in the moment and that's okay. And it might cause defenses to come up and that's okay. Yeah. I, I'm so at peace with who I am and how I am now that I, I'm, I can just send uh, and hold a positive, yeah. constructive energy for people and let them find their way. You've got to let people find their way. Everybody, this is such a unique journey for every single woman that you, you cannot tell them who they're going to be or how they're going to be. You just have to give them the tools or show them the pathway. Right. Here, do this, do this with your hip, do this with your hands, just see, just check it out, just see what it feels like. And then let that body begin to explore itself because your body, we only have this one. This is it. Yes. This is all, as far as we know, this is all I got for this lifetime. And I have a choice. I'm either going to love her and pay attention to her and let her be the center of my universe, yes. or I push side and I make everything out here the center of my universe I make him them it those I make all of that and you lose yourself you I lose myself. yourself yeah you do so let's go back to the beginning you you were already a successful actress and you needed to prepare for a role can, can you take us back to that part of the story of how yes. you even came across this incredible work Okay, that's well. I'm that goes. We'd have to go way back. <laughs> uh, I, I have always been a body nerd. I've always been fascinated by bodies. My body, a dog's body, my animal bodies. I I love the purity of intention and the purity of desire of bodies. Right. So when I was four, I started dancing and I just danced my whole life. I went to college and I majored in dance and movement. I had a catastrophic injury my second year in dance school and had to change departments, which was heartbreaking. But um, I, I studied acting and I began to study the body in a different way, the emotional body and how the emotional body works. So I knew the dance body, the, the somatic body, the emotional body. And when I was absolutely fascinated by striptease, uh, I produced a film and I started a film called Dancing at the Blue Iguana in 1999. Wow, that's um, Prince. Right, oh yeah. no. So that was a while ago. And, but I knew from the first time I ever saw a professional stripper, I knew that I wanted to learn what she was doing because it was so beautiful. It was so empowered. It was so free. And so um, I'm way too shy to be a professional stripper and God bless them all. And uh, so I, I did a film and I produced a film and and I learned from uh, my teachers were two strippers, Devin and Simone, and I loved them to pieces and they changed my life and they helped me unlock my body 
And then when the film wrapped, I wanted to keep doing this movement, but I wanted to find a way to do it which had more structure than the way I had learned. So I added in some um, kind of Kundalini yoga influences, Pilates influences, ballet influences, and then just indigenous feminine movement and the sensuality level. So I just kind of added things in and created this technique called S-Factor. And so S-Factor is a technique of moving your body um, I, into the integrity of her own shape, fully, full expression of self so that you do not go to your you know, deathbed feeling like, ah, oh, I wish I'd have moved more in my body. I wish I had lived more in my body. Yeah. So the technique is really based on your body. You show me your body and let me, let me shine the light on how your body lives in full expression of movement, how your arm can reach even further, how your head can drop back even more, how you can go even more deeply sensual so that you really feel like you've wrung the, the, the richness out of your life. And so I started teaching. I started teaching in my, um, my husband's office, which was the garage. And, uh, and it was so, and then I started teaching, uh, my kids were in, uh, I had a, I had a newborn and I had a five-year-old and the moms all wanted to learn what I was learning. Cause they were like, Oh my God, you've changed since before the film, what's going on. And I just said, I do this movement and get some six inch stilettos, meet me out back and I'll teach it to you. And I had a pole there and it, it just, it grew. It just went, it grew and then Oprah heard about it and Oprah had me on. And then that, that's when the game changed. Yeah. Um, and then I was on three times, S was on three times, I was on two times and then she kept rerunning it because it was doing so well. It was one of the top rated shows and it was, just showing women they can be free and how to be free and, and the, the biggest thing that I took from this but my before and after was before oh this is to please our man mm -hmm. I buy itchy lingerie to please my it's it had it had a responsibility and a duty and if I'm really honest a burden an expectation and I grew up going you know, don't tell me what to do. I'll, right. I'll do that. So I was in this this battle of resistance, and rather than saying, "I want to," I I have my own desire, and finding my own body's essence. She has her own desire. That's right. I, I hadn't even spoken about it, let alone recognized it or, or wow. met with it. And what I saw that day of the, the two teacher creatures coming out to dance was they don't need saving. Hell, they are the most powerful women in the world right here, right? right? Now. They're not performing for right? anyone. Like that, that is the most powerful free thing that I've ever seen. It's moving my soul. Tears are pouring down the side of my face. And I'm like, that's the freaking most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I, can, I could hardly speak and I looked around to see is this affecting others how it's affecting me and everyone was in stillness everyone was in total awe and and it was because of the safe space yeah. it was because it was a container and we could be safe yes and then you you taught us the most important thing for women to be free is to to know 
to how to feel safe. Yes, in your own skin, how to have boundaries. Oh, how, how, how do we teach? Like if someone is watching this today, by the way, ladies, if you are enjoying this, please share this. It's part of my mission is to spread the word so every woman can know that she is not alone in, in this fear and, and the yearning to, to be fully in your body to really love her genuinely behind closed doors when no one is watching, when it's you and you. I, it's it's my um, part of my mission that, that you have that freedom. I'm so how happy. How do we start, Sheila? How, how if, if this is calling to someone watching and she's scared, she doesn't know where to start, how, how do we help her? Where, where does she start? Where does she go? Such a beautiful First question. of all, let's... We can we can watch the documentary. <laughs> number one, number one, watch the documentary. The documentary is so beautiful, yes. um, so well done, and it, it really does focus on the healing aspect of movement. Yes, um, it's also it's so fun and it's so sexy, um, and it's also you'll see that in the documentary. It's called "Strip Down, Rise Up." I think you said that, but just sit and it's here. on Netflix. Both in Australian, Australian Netflix has it, woohoo, which is epic, and, and US, and I'm sure Canada as well. Um, I watched it with my husband. I gave him permission to not have to. I just said, I, I want to watch this. And he knows that I will cry. He knows that I will, everything will take over. And he sat with me so beautifully. And there is such a profound moment in that. And this is how I'm getting everyone to watch it. <laughs> Here are these women in this room who have been doing the work for weeks. They've been building trust in themselves and each other and their bodies. And they're safe enough now, they're trusting enough now that you bring in three seemingly random men, masculine men, masculine present men. And when men are present, they have no agenda. All they do is see you. And I will get emotional just thinking about that because I have the honor of having a masculine man in my life and watching, watching all of these women, these oh. dudes are just sitting there, ladies. They're just sitting there and they are like a tall oak tree. You will notice their body. You will notice their presence. They do not speak. This is how powerful this is. They don't need to speak. They just stand and witness. That's how much we yearn to be just seen and to be enough while we're being seen. And a masculine man can do that. He can see into our soul and healing happens at the deepest level of DNA is what I believe. And you get to witness that in this yeah. documentary. And it's done so beautifully, so respectfully, so powerfully that just watching this, from your couch, you will yeah. feel the honour in what is so sacred and innate in all of us. And that's why you've got to watch this <laughs> incredible documentary. Michelle O'Hayan, she's a filmmaker, a doc, Academy Award nominated filmmaker. She's just brilliant. Created a brilliant, brilliant healing piece of art. It is. I'm so humbled to have been included in her vision. Yeah. And as 
after being um, included in her vision. Is so there cool. going to be a part two? Is there going to be more? No, tell us about series so bad. I there's think there's got to be, there, there has to be more. Can we please do more? Like, please. And what is so on my heart is, and I know we touched on this when I was in Hawaii, but I'm like, I want to learn how to teach my girls this and young women so they don't get to 41, frankly, in a room like me, having to unpack 15 years. I, I, wa I want them um, to, to, to maybe not have to go too much of that roller coaster and to, to change the dialogue. Right. So one thing I did want to touch on, if, if you will, is the body assaults. This, this to me was astounding because this happens every single day. And I love, once I have a teaching frame and I know I can now understand this, now I can stop this. Now I can be empowered. I can, I can use my knowledge for my power. Can That's you right. please, would you mind sharing your story of the body assaults? Like I, I can still tell the story of you. Well, I call, I, I call, okay. I call them a, a body offenses. Body offenses. Thank you. Like when, when do you, when was your first offense? And a lot of people don't, the concept is new. So it takes them a while to understand. Maybe they don't even have, maybe they don't even remember an offense. Um, but these little offenses that we get, these moments of, um, you know, don't wear that dress. It's too, it's too, it's too revealing. Um, you're asking for it. Uh, don't, don't move like that. Keep your knees together. Uh, your breasts are too small. Your breasts are too big. You've gained weight. You've lost weight. Are you wearing that? Close your legs. Don't like that. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's nonstop, right? And we're so used to it. We're so inundated from tiny, we're wee little things that we, at first it's like, ooh, 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 oh, I'm bad, I'm bad. So we start to self-correct. And, and then what happens, look at my body. Ooh, 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 right? So I start to pull my musculature in. Yeah. I start to contract my musculature to stop my body from being bad because it's bringing bad attention from my mom and dad. It's bringing bad attention from the church. I'm just, I had an offense in, the, in a church once uh, where I, my knees were slapped to put my legs together because I was up on the balcony looking over yeah. little things like that, but they start to build up. They build up psychic wounds, um, psychic infiltration into your boundaries and so you, what you do is you squeeze your muscles, you squeeze your, your body and you, you tighten up and you shut the fuck down. Yeah. I don't want to bring negative attention to myself. I don't want to ask for it. I don't want to get raped. I don't want to get attacked. I don't want to get, uh, and unwanted so attention. This, pardon me. Unwanted attention. Unwanted attention. And then there's also the muscle awful I, just, I brought up a word that's very you know sensitive and 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 i you know there are offenses that happen to a lot of women having to do with their sexuality and that's it's heartbreaking to me that this is still happening and as we can see from the me too movement but you know we've got to get our bodies back from that yeah. lineage from that history and and the first way to do it is to start to break down the scarification in the muscles is to start to um, open the muscle up is to start to trust the body again is to start to find pleasure again is to start to find truth again and allow emotion to flow through you constructively yes. and so that that is what we do and so it's really knowing these offenses they come they come every day you know they come 
I can, you know, and I have a little thing I do, which is I snap them or I flick them. And so they call that mosquito snap. And so if I feel an offense, if I see, if I feel somebody looking at me in a way that feels like it's too much and I'm not giving you the permission to do that, I might snap it. And then that person's like, why is she snapping? It doesn't matter to me. If somebody says something about that, that, that feels self-conscious to me, I will snap it or flick it. So you've got to begin to get proactive about being the champion of your own body because you are the champion of your own body. And that's an iconic erotic energy is the champion energy. Yes. So um, it's really a beautiful, powerful, lifelong reclamation journey. Oh, I, I, I love this so much. I'm just going to see what if there's any questions over on the live. And okay, so the body, the, the snaps like this, I shared this with my daughters because oh, good. I talk to them about it. First of all, talking helps. Yes. And one, you know, one of my daughters had someone say, oh, look, she has an Audi. So she was learning to hate her belly one. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, how to get her to love her belly button. And I just literally just went, you know, what does my body say about that? What, 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 do, what do I want her to know in, in her own truth? And let's rewind that. You didn't say anything in the moment, but let's rewind it and we can say it now and, and take that back. So right. we just did this little replay. We just kind of invented the replay of, you know what? I didn't leave my energy there and I didn't leave my self-worth there. I took it back because that's not okay. Good for you. Yeah, it, and, and this is an ongoing conversation because as you say, these offenses are everywhere. So that's, that's one of the tools. Yeah. Let's talk about how else can women start to find their freedom within their body? What, what else? Can, can they begin to do to embark on this journey? So watch the documentary, find an S-Factor. I mean, there are a lot of S-Factor um, studios and uh, teacher creatures all around yeah. the world. We have a few be- glorious teacher more. creatures. We need more. We need There's more. There really is. Let's see if I'm brave enough to come and come and do <laughs> your spectacular <laughs> retreats. It is just amazing. So fun. Um, there are a few. There, there's like I, I think we have like there's about 75 teachers around the world, but there's not enough. We need more. Um, there's um, I have a digital uh, a digital eight week journey called Woman Ignited that starts April 14th. You're welcome to join me for that. Um, and then I'm also going to do the six month journey that I did in the documentary. I'm going to do it virtually, and that will start probably sometime this year. Wow. Don't you love, are you just loving the whole, I I believe what one of my great mentors says in every challenge, there's a beautiful opportunity. You just search for it. And what I'm seeing, all of the things that we used to believe had to be done in person, in real life. Look at how many businesses have now made the online version that now reaches more people faster, more affordably, easier than ever before so it's yeah it's amazing right you know I don't have to get on a plane to come over to 
um, you know, Vancouver or California to do this, that I can go on this journey in the safety comfort of my own home. And you still see us online. You still see our body because our body talks to you. Absolutely. Tell us how, how are you the body whisperer? Tell us about that. I just love this. There's no hiding. (laughs) You know, I've been teaching for 21 years now. And so I've been watching bodies. And I, like I said, I've been a body nerd and I guess you could call me even a body geek since I was little. And, um, I was, I was a late speaker. I had early um, childhood uh, body um, uh, offenses with surgery. So my body kind of, I just shut down my communication. But I used to watch a lot. So I was able to read body micromuscular impulses, micromuscular structures, micromuscular movements yeah. that... Um, that really uh, helped me be able to communicate and to understand what people wanted and what I needed. And so it, it just kind of grew when I started teaching at S, or I started S, uh, being able to help women be able to see where she's locking body, uh, locking her stuff in her body, maybe here, or locking it in her hip, or being able to see where the lock was, or being able to help her um, understand uh, the shape of what her erotic body was saying or or how her erotic body was moving and and just reflecting back to her what I witnessed and what I saw and um, was very primal. So I think it just came from years and years of of communicating more through the body than with words. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a way of helping. I use it now to, uh, in my life, I use it with my own animals. I use it with my family, but I use it when I teach, whether it's online yeah. or whether it's in person, it's, it's just a way that maybe, maybe, maybe your body speaks to me in a way that, uh, that, that maybe you don't hear, but I can hear it, which is beautiful. And I, and I get the same a gift from another body whisperer uh, that my, I might dance with, right? Yes. It, yes. Yeah. And where would someone start if this was very confronting and, and it feels scary to them? I would suggest starting with the, uh, I would suggest starting with the Woman Ignited eight-week course that starts in April because it's the foundational course. It's the foundational course. It starts to bring your conscious awareness into your body. It, I talk about the first offense. You do a first offense journaling exercise. I talk about naming your body. I talk about the different somatic body types. Um, so it's really thorough, cognitive. And I know that there's a lot of women that need cognitive understanding before they can dive into. I the, did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, I, yeah. Archetypes, the, uh, the uh, because I, yeah. I use archetypes in coaching, so I, I that just had my heart straight away. And then the one that you kind of go, oh no, I don't want to be that one. Of course, that's the one you're denying. It's the one, the one that's been locked up or shut up. Um, I found that fascinating. Can you share a little bit about those the the five geniuses of of the feminine? Okay, so there's the five feminine geniuses, and then there's the 10 erotic creature icons. And I don't know if you were talking about the icons. I love the um, icons. I know, they're so beautiful. So the, um, 
the five feminine geniuses are the curve of and movement of the feminine body, sensuality, emotability, connection and communication, and intuition, that, that ethereal intuition. Mm -hmm. And uh, giving women tools to know how to do all of those and how, know how to allow your body to gift you those geniuses is a never ending story. I still, I, I flex them every day, all day. The 10 icons are what you find as you free your body and as you get more into your erotic movement, as you get more into your feminine body, the, um, the icons will, you know, you'll, you'll find that you're more attracted to these kinds of clothing and this kind of movement and this kind of music and kind of, you'll be able to feel out, like you said, which iconic energies are really healthy in your body and constructive and which of the iconic, uh, emotional energies in your body maybe are a little contracted and compacted and, and need a little attention. Like what you said, the one you didn't want to be, um, yeah. So there's five light iconic energies and five dark iconic, and they, they come from the emotional shape of the primal animal body. Oh, I love it. And we are primal and we have an animal body. Let's, let's face it. No, <laughs> let's we it. Can we explore light and dark? Because, you know, I love this teaching that, that Tony Robbins touches on, on um, part of his relationship is that, um, often as as little girls this was my experience it's all about light 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 and dark is it's naughty it's shameful you know I had a catholic upbringing so heaven forbid you know what other judgments and meetings I I made from that but dark to me was scary it was mm. something that um to to be avoided and not really spoken about. And there was so much power in expressing your light and dark. Again, not for performing, not mm -hmm. for anyone else. This is this whole journey is your journey. Totally. It's not the old, it's not to go give your husband a lap dance. You may want to do that on I'll the way. Right. Yeah. You can, <laughs> but it's not the outcome. And yeah, it's not the intention. Me being on the journey, loving me was always the journey and the outcome. And that's yeah. that's how I found the courage and the safety in it. That this this is if I go and buy lingerie, it's for me. Yeah. It's to light me up. It's Absolutely. To, it's for my pleasure. It's to listen to my desire. And we know that there's nothing more beautiful on the planet than a woman when she's free for herself. Oh my God, nothing. There's nothing more beautiful, more powerful, more riveting. It's like, it's like watching the most beautiful sunrise or sunset every day it changes. It's different colors, different energies. The feminine is, is exquisite. Absolutely exquisite. Exquisite. I you have so, you have, you're such a wordsmith. I love the words that you have around all of this work. It's beautiful. And it, it, when you have a new language, you have a new movement that belongs to that. Yes. So imagine, ladies, if you can start thinking of your body as exquisite right here, not right now, not when it looks a certain way, not how it used to be, not how um, you want it to be, but right here, right now. And part of this work is, is touching your body every day. It's slow. If I don't get around to much 
just my th three minutes of taking luxurious time to put yeah. on um, gorgeous moisturizer. Yeah. I'm so thick and lush that I just have to slow down and, mm -hmm. and that slowness in the feminine and, and putting on, you know, scent for me because that is part of, you, you know, part of the essence and, and wearing, you know, my wardrobe changed because yeah. of how fabric feels for me um, yeah. over the day. Yeah. Wow. And oh, you're a good student. Oh, I, I was so ready to just be lit up by, by this work. Wow. I just, intellectually, I knew it. Yes. I just didn't feel safe to be in here. I had rejected her for so long and she was always so beautiful and forgiving and patient. Um, and I, I just made my body wrong and deformed for so long. I literally, body equals pain because I'd had 16 surgeries. So oh. the, the surgery equals, you know, broken. Maybe this time I'll be fixed. That's yeah. what I came up with and what I've revealed on the somatic part of, of my journey. And I just know there's so many women out there. So many. Oh, my God. So many. <sighs> and most of, most of the what I've been doing this 21 years. What I notice or what I've seen in 21 years is most women don't even know they're missing a part of themselves yeah they don't even know that they're not uh, uh, shining as brightly as they can yeah moving as fully as they can healing as deeply as they can it's like um it's been it's been a real journey trying to get women to see that there's more yeah and the and more it just becomes go ahead well the more most women think there's more and they think it's out there if I get that, then I'll be happy. If I get this, then I'll be full. If I get that, and it's not. I mean, I tried it all. And it wasn't until I went here and found S and let S kind of infiltrate my whole life. Yes. It wasn't until that that I truly found my wholeness. That, that one there is the takeout. <laughs> is exactly how you said it. We believe... Yeah, we're fed the lie that it's out there because of the marketing, because of advertising. Every day, there's a hundred offenses telling us if only we were this, then we would have this, then we would feel whole, then we would feel complete. And it's never out there. It's always right here. Yep, yep. It's always right here, and it, it takes bravery. It takes it takes so much bravery and honesty um, to know that. It does. And there are some, so many people who, who are just frozen in fear. Yeah. And what do, what, what, do, what do you do? How do we warm them up? You watch the documentary. So start there. I really want to, right there. it's a gift ladies to give this to yourself. And if yeah. you deem it um, appropriate, watch it with your daughters too. Yeah. Because there is something that is so primal there is such an understanding when you witness the women just being in the presence of three masculine men who are ready to just see them. They're, they're just there to see yeah. them. Um, it's beautiful. It's really something. And it's like you said, way at the start of, of this interview, we're not yeah. taught this. No. We're not taught this. We're not often um, able to embrace. And I, I always love the, the, the part of Tony Robbins um, date with destiny is when he talks about the masculine and feminine on this one day 
I had to witness it to believe it, that the, the woman on stage that everyone was cheering, I frankly didn't notice. And I assumed, oh, all the men are going to clap for the obviously beautiful ones. Men are so, they're so basic. This, you know, they're so easy. Men, of course, they're just going to clap for that. And I just had to eat my words. And I was turned upside down on that day because what I then witnessed was the men standing up with so much elegance and honour in their voice saying, this woman, I noticed her before she went to the stage. It was how she walked. Wow. It was was how she um, stood in her space. It's how she magnetised the women around her. It's how free she was. It's how they were saying the most beautiful words, witnessing this woman that I hadn't even noticed, Sheila. I was like this. I was like, they're just going to pick this and this and this. And what unfolded for me was like, men, no. And this part of me has been in denial or missing. I used to think this was weak. I used to think this was vulnerable and this would be walked over and silly and girly is how I used to speak about the feminine. Can you imagine? And I never forget that moment because Tony was so smart. He went and he, he asked her, he said, honey, how did, how do you do this? What tell, tell me, you know, coach the other women. And then she said, my mom taught me from such an early age to close my eyes and dance and feel as free as a bird and, and feel the love and feel the emotion. And as she was saying it, I just went, oh, my God, I'm not sure I could ever do that. Ah, felt the fear rises in this woman is spectacular and she can do that. And this is one of the most powerful things on the planet. And I have instant fear of would I even do this? But I knew in that moment that this, this was a path for me. Um, yes. to freedom and you know what happened three weeks later my my now husband and I we'd been together four and a half years and I was dragging him to date with destiny so Tony would fix him oh girl <laughs> to five days I'm like oh my god I'm a man that I'm the problem <laughs> and you know what happened because we understood it now we had a framework we had an understanding yeah. I was masculine every day in my job role. I'd yeah. wake up in my natural, feminine, playful state. Yes. We would be connected and then he would pick me up after a day and I'd be just like a ball breaker. Ugh. And it'd be like, where did the connection go? Where did the polarity go? Like, what happened here? And now we had the framework to understand and the tools and we were engaged like four weeks later. We've been That's married cool. ever since, you know, 18, 19 years. And that early lesson. You've been together 19 years? Yeah. Wow. So what a gift that we both saw this play out. And then Tony did the masculine version. You know, it's the guy just, and it had nothing to do with the physical appearance. It's presence. It's energy. Yeah. And, and he asked the guy, what, you know, what are you thinking when you're saying that? And he's just like, you own her. You see her soul. You die for her. You know exactly who you are. You're the rock. And as soon as he's saying these things, like all the women have goosebumps, like, oh, my God, who is this guy? And it was just there in his eyes. 
Wow. And that's from, you know, 300 metres away in a room of, you know, 4,000 people. And that's the day that I really learned about. This is all energy. So the snap is energy. The replay is energy. The the slow movement of of moisturiser just to slow down for a few minutes and, and, and to feel your clothes when you're putting them on and to choose lingerie for you. These are all energetic moments that, that add up and, and the ways that we can, you know, embody this. And uh, we have had 50 glorious minutes. I'm Oh my I'm, God. You're kidding. I'm, I am so grateful for this time. Yeah. I, I, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us in, in the remaining minutes? I, I just, I'm so thrilled. I love Australia. It's where you are, right? Yes. I was Where there. Are you going? What? Fill a stadium for you. <laughs> oh, good, fill it. I did. I went down and did a little mini retreat down there about six years ago, and I absolutely loved it. I was on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, it's beautiful there. It was beautiful. I love Australia, and um, I think that to leave it with, I love your note, which is self touch. Because you asked, you know, what is something someone can do like right away? And it's like self-touch. Because self-touch, you know, the body, when it gets offended, when she gets offended, little things all the time, she is still used to kind of knitting her tissues together tighter. So self-touch actually helps. It's your hands teaching your body about her boundaries that there actually isn't any way for offenses to penetrate here because it's all intact. And so you're turning on every single, the the goal of self-touch is to turn on every single nerve ending in your body. Every, we have 2 million nerve endings. So get to all of them. Don't go one more minute, one more second (laughs) of your life without turning your nerve endings on in your lower back, middle back, upper back, chest, neck, face, ears, scalp, tush, every part of you. And that's what I would leave people with is just start a a self-touch practice. I love that. We just finished up um, one of of my coaching courses on the the last day we had talking about the feminine and we were doing some hip circles. Nice. And, you know, I just shared my story of when I started the hip circles, I felt like Tin Man. I was literally squeaking and rusting and going. And, of course, the mind went, oh, you can't do this. You know, this is you're broken. And then it was like I, I've been doing hip circles for as long as women have been on the planet, right? <laughs> so I know what to do. And you also shared that that trauma can leave the body trapped emotion can leave the body in only a few ways and hip circles is is pushing up against them so as you're doing the hip circle pushing out yes you are literally um working with the emotions you are definitely and you're inviting them to come through so there's times where i'm even in yoga or doing a hip emotion and there's a there's a movement that feels vulnerable. I now, I now go into it and meet with it. And sometimes it can be just tears can come out because I remember you say it's like melting the icebergs. Yes. Look at you. Like warm and they're like out melting the icebergs. And I'm like, I have some icebergs to melt and that's beautiful. And and this is, this is how I'm going to get there. 
So th there are so many simple, profound tools that stay with you for life. I'm, I'm such a beginner on this journey. I'm very dedicated to keeping this beautiful dialogue going with you. And my heart is especially for mother-daughter um, workshops, retreats, something along those lines, because it yeah. just, it speaks to my heart. I see you with your daughter and I, I know what you've poured in there. It's, it's so beautiful. We have so much to learn from you. You are such a gift, Sheila. You are just such a gift in my life. And I know so many thousands of women who have journeyed through your work, who continue to and follow Sheila on S Factor, Sheila Kelly. You, you oh, on Instagram, Instagram, Sheila Kelly S. And then yes. S Factor. Which I will is tag you in here and yeah. we will share it across all, all of our socials, and I please invite you, I ask you to help us share this if this has meant something to you. Share this with a beautiful sister that you know might like to resonate with this about really loving herself more than she ever has before. We owe it to ourselves and each other. So I'm deeply grateful for you, Sheila. Thank you so, so much. I know that, that we have made a difference here today and I can't wait to see everything that unfolds. And I will see you online in your right. course. You will see me as well. Oh, yay. Great. I'll see you there. Thank you. Thank you so much, honey. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Heart Driven Podcast with Linda Evenden. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share. And also, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. Head on over to lindaevenden.com where we can keep in touch. And remember, your heart knows the way.